Hello there, this is A.D. Robles, and you're listening to A.D. on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. Alright, alright. Let's before we get started today, I wanna talk about two quick things. Uh two issues that I think um should uh, warrant a little bit of your attention. Not all of it. You don't have to give me all of your attention, but let's get a little bit of attention to the first two things I talk about today. Number one, if you have not considered becoming a Fight Laugh Feast Club member, please consider doing so. It helps us create more content, give uh, bring bring more of the content that you love to all the people out there. It allows us to produce better shows, and you get access to all kinds of things. You get access to discounts on merchandise and gear and things like that. You get access to exclusive video and audio content. We produce some audio and some video content that is only exclusive to club members. But more importantly, it helps us get this message out there's not a lot of groups out there a lot of christian groups anyway that are doing the kind of work that fight laugh feast is doing there are some and and if you want to support one of the others then then great but you're not going to get this kind of stuff at gospel coalition you're not going to get this kind of stuff at you know with with dr russell moore's youtube channel if you know what i mean (laughs) so go ahead and uh and and click uh there's a club link on 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 this page or on the main page go ahead and click that and, and join the fight laugh feast uh, network as a club member. I do appreciate it greatly. Use the show code Robles, R-O-B-L-E-S, to let the guys know that you enjoy my content. Again, club Fight Laugh Feast Club, show code Robles. Now, the second thing I want to talk about is today is the 18th of July. I will be, I'm, I'm a, I don't know if a lot of you guys know this, but I, I serve as the, uh, the president of the executive board of a crisis pregnancy center in my town. And we just recently bought a building. We recently decided to go um, provide, um, um, uh, what do they call ultrasound services, ultrasound services. So we, we got a medical director, we got all the licensing that we needed, all that kind of stuff. We're training nurses to do ultrasounds and things are going really, really well. We were denied, unfortunately, uh, a property tax exemption from the city. So today I have to go testify before the board of aldermen about our services and how they're not discriminatory and how we're not a political organization and things like that. The problem that they have with us is that we are explicitly, uh, overtly a Christian organization. And in our bylaws, it says that we are one of our goals is to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. And they have a problem with that. Uh, obviously, we're not going to back down from that. Um, but I'm going to testify about why we sh- should still qualify for the uh, tax exemption. Uh, if you don't know this, I live in Vermont, so, you know, everyone's trying to get their fair share of taxes, if you know what I mean. So pray for me uh, for today. Uh, it should be a, a very interesting experience. Our lawyers are great. I think that I can make a pretty good case for it. Our medical director will be there. It'll be very interesting to see how this all goes. Let's get started to what I wanted to talk about today. What I wanted to talk about today is a couple things. There's a couple things I want to talk about today, and all of them pretty much have to do with President Donald J. Trump. <laughs> now, a lot of you, just to give you a little history about me and President Donald J. Trump, I don't know him personally, obviously. Um, but, you know, when Donald Trump was running for president, I, I was open about the fact that I did not support him. <laughs> I did not support him. And there's a few different reasons why I didn't support him. The primary reason is that I just don't vote in general. Now, I know a lot of you don't understand why I don't vote. And maybe one day I'll do a, a video to explain it further. I think I have done some videos to explain it. Um, but it's, you know, that's just a, you know, I don't think that you need to not vote. I don't think that it's unchristian to vote or anything like that. I just personally don't vote. Now, 
The second thing is that um, my opinion of, of Donald Trump in, in large part has been, and I think this is appropriate um, in many circumstances, has been kind of flavored by the fact that he's betrayed his first wife. You know, you know what I mean? So, so I think I think I think I saw I think I heard Doug Wilson say this, um, but this has kind of been my feeling about it as well. If you'll betray your wife, you'll betray anybody. So as much as I might like what he has to say, and I do like some of the things he has to say, other things I don't. Um, I don't. I can't. I trust him that he'll actually do these things. Um, and, and that's that's why I didn't vote for him uh, back in 2016. Now, I have to be honest with you. Um, there's a lot of things that I like about Donald Trump. I think that he's actually turned out to be a far better president than I thought he would be when he was elected. I did not have a high opinion about him when he was elected. I was glad he was elected because it was just a sigh of relief that, that Hillary wasn't elected. But I didn't think he'd be a very good president. He actually has turned out to be much better uh, than I thought he would be. Um, also, I would say this, that I admire a lot about his strategic genius. And yes, that's right. I said strategic genius. I have to be honest with you. Over the last few days, I've, I've tweeted out a number of times that I think his tweet game, his Twitter game, of all things, Twitter, a social media platform where you have, you know, I don't remember how, how many characters do you have. Not that many characters to make a little tweet. You can do tweet threads, I guess, if you want to use more. But you have a little bit of room to say something. He uses this to epic effects all the time. He is so good at tweeting. He is probably the best tweeter ever in history. And he probably always will be. Let's just be honest about that. And a lot of people were confused as to why I was saying that. But, but let's talk a little bit about it today. So obviously by now you know about his quote-unquote racist tweets his very racist tweets let me let me read them to you these are his racist tweets that everyone has been talking about the congress has been talking about the media has been talking about christians have been talking about i've seen i can't count how many christians i've seen say well i don't normally talk about politics but i want to condemn dr uh, uh president uh, donald j trump's racist tweets and i gotta be honest with you i just i find it hilarious and I got to also be honest with you, he duped me with these tweets because I saw these tweets. We'll read them in a second. You know what? Let me just read them, and then I'll tell you what my reaction was initially. Ready? Here's his tweets. This is July 14th. So <laughs> this is on the Lord's Day. Yeah, you know, this is, <laughs> let, let's just read them. All right, this is 8.30, 8.30 in the morning. The first thing he's thinking about, Donald J. Trump on the Lord's Day. Here's what he says. He says, so interesting to see progressive Democrat congresswomen who originally came from countries whose governments are a complete and total catastrophe, the worst, most corrupt, and inept anywhere in the world, if they even have a functioning government at all, now loudly and viciously telling the people of the United States, the greatest and most powerful nation on earth, how our government is to be run. Why don't they go back and help, the, help fix... Sorry, I'm sorry. I cannot laugh. These, these, these tweets are hilarious, but let's, let's get to it. Why don't they go back and help fix the totally broken and crime-infested places from which they came, then come back and show us if it is done, how it is done, rather? These places need your help badly. You can't leave fast enough. I'm sure that Nancy Pelosi would be very happy to quickly work out free travel arrangements. Exclamation point. <laughs> What do you even say about it, right? Like, what, what do you even say about these tweets? I'll tell you. I'll tell you what my my first reaction was 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 one of the. Have you ever seen the meme 
where uh, where jo- uh, Captain John Luke Picard from Star Trek, he's got his hand and his head in his hand, the face palm meme. That was my first reaction. I was like, oh, here we go again. President Trump is being a doofus. <laughs> you know what I mean? What? How dumb is this? You know, because I knew that the, who he was talking about, the the, the 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 three or four congressmen he's talking about, and I was pretty sure that almost all of them. I think I think I, I think I heard that three out of the four were born in the United States, so they they come from here. <laughs> so it's not an accurate tweet, but I, I I know the sentiment he's trying to put forward and he, he's trying to put forward this idea that look aoc you know you're, uh, you're, you're you know how to run things why don't you go back to puerto rico you know you're puerto rican and fix things there and then come back and show us how it's done if you're so smart <laughs> because puerto rico let's just be on puerto rican too puerto rico's government is a complete catastrophe he, he J- donald j trump is 100 percent correct puerto rico is a catastrophe there's corruption there's violence there's just there's there's debt up to their eyeballs and look in many ways the united states is in debt up to its eyeballs too but uh yeah puerto rico is a catastrophe there's no question about it anyway so um i was just i thought to myself this is stupid he's he does this all the time what a buffoon now um i i, I saw lots of people calling it racist that he did this and I didn't think it was racist. I thought it was stupid. I thought there were dumb tweets. I wouldn't say it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But Donald Trump does this all the time. This is this is his thing. Um, so I, I was duped because that's all I thought. I said, oh, here he is, Trump being Trump, Trump being a doofus. And, and the reality is that's not what he was doing. Now, he, you, might, you might argue, yeah, he was being stupid, but he had an ulterior motive. He had a motive that was different uh, than just to be outlandish and stupid. No, he was thinking on different levels. People call this 4D chess, right? Um, and I think that it's actually probably a lot deeper than a lot of people think. And, th- and the reality is that we have a little window into this because Trump himself has said what his motive was just a day later. He said, look, I got all you guys to circle the wagons around the crazy, psychotic, communist wing of your party. Whereas you've been trying to distance, your, distance yourself from that. So the Democrats have been trying to be more moderate um, because they know that, that, that most people aren't you know, completely progressive, leftist, crazy p- people. They know that. They cannot win if AOC runs the party, if people like AOC run the party. They can't win because Americans aren't like that. Americans aren't crazy. In general, there's some level of crazy in everybody, of course, but 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 pe- Americans aren't communists, and so if the party of the Democrats becomes the Communist Party, essentially, uh, a lot of the moderate Democrats will vote Republican, and they will lose. And so they've been trying to become more moderate over the last few weeks, and now they've been forced to embrace these progressive lunatics and all of that kind of thing. Not to mention the fact that these people that he's talking about, that Donald J. Trump is talking about, just last week. We're calling Nancy Pelosi racist. Why? Because she had them do some work or something or told them not to tweet or something like that. Something stupid. And, and she's a racist. And Donald Trump defended her last week. And now, Donald Trump saying, look, these, these people calling you racist, you're not a racist. And now the same people are calling him racist. And he's like, see, what can I tell you? I mean, they call, they call everybody racist. Who cares? And you see, this is the genius here. This is the genius here because donald trump has not only coalesced these 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 democrats around the most radical 
off-putting, insane aspects of their party, but he's also demonstrated that the word racist and the ideas of racism has no meaning. So whether or not his tweets were racist, who cares anymore? Because everyone's racist according to AOC, right? Nancy Pelosi's racist. So maybe if they're right about Donald Trump, maybe she's right about Nancy Pelosi too. <laughs> Racism has no meaning anymore. It's, it's absolutely crazy how devalued the currency of calling someone a racist is. I, I mean, think about it. Think about it right now. If you're white out there, or even if you're not, I mean, you know, lots of non-whites get called racist all the time. Do you care if anyone calls you racist anymore? No, you probably don't. You probably don't. And you know why? Because it has no meaning. It has no oomph behind it anymore. Nobody cares because the boy who cried racist has cried it so many times that it has no meaning to people and this is a real shame because there actually do exist racist people out there there actually do exist racist people out there but you now will never know because everyone's a racist did you know if you're white and you own a dog that's racist because you just want to own someone you want you you, you miss owning black people and so you own a dog instead I, I saw some crazy tweet about that now was that tweet uh was that tweet a, a progressive liberal or was that tweet someone making fun of a progressive level liberal well we'll never know because pose law we've reached po peak pose law you, you can't even you can't even you can't even uh, make parodies of this anymore because people have been so crazed to call everything racist. Pumpkin spice lattes are racist. Peanut butter is racist. The outdoors are racist. The Apollo space program was racist. Everything was racist. And so now who cares? Who cares? Nothing's racist that now. Now, I know some people will say, well, you know, if everything's racist, that means everything's racist. Not that nothing's racist. Yeah, okay, fine. But, but, but nobody cares anymore. Nobody cares. I've been called racist so many times that I don't even even give it one iota of emotional energy. It doesn't matter to me anymore. Now, so 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 Donald J. Trump has 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 maneuvered these people into just an impossible situation. Yesterday, people were bickering in the Congress about whether or not to impeach him, and they were fighting with each other. The Democrats are eating each other over these tweets. Now, that's one thing about Donald J. Trump's tweets, that it's not just him being a boorish oaf. Maybe it is being him being a boorish oaf, but he has a strategy behind it, and that's part of it. He's forcing the Democrats to eat each other, and that's a very good thing. I'm very pleased with that. And he's revealing how ridiculous these calls for racism always are. There's other things, though, too. It's not just that. This is why people call it 4D chess. There's so much going on here. It's just, it's just insane. I'm probably going to miss some stuff, too. Here's the other thing. He's like a magician. Donald J. Trump is like a magician with these tweets because he had people in Congress debating all day, fighting each other, walking out on each other, yelling at each other, accusing each other of everything in Congress for a full day about tweets. And yet, he's over here like a magician. His hand is waving over here, but really he's doing the trick underneath the table. He's doing stuff with asylum. He, he, I heard something about how he 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 removed some steps. He he basically tr tr is trying to make it you know you know uh, not grant any asylum for anyone in South America. That's what I heard. That's how I heard it presented to me. Now it might not be that, but he's he's rolling back some of these asylum laws so it make it more difficult for people. And that's the real stuff that's going on under the table. But he's got you distracted with his tweets. And even if you know what he's doing, everyone and their mothers running to say, oh, "I'm not a racist. Condemn those tweets." 
it's just unbelievable. It's like it's like a magician because a magician, the, 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 they're they're not actually doing magic. They're just misdirecting your attention. So that's why they use scantily clad women all the time, right? So you watch the scantily clad woman, you know, and essentially a burlesque dancer. You watch her because you know everyone's attention is drawn towards her. Meanwhile, he's doing the trick over here, and the trick is done. And meanwhile, you've been watching this woman this entire time. It's misdirection, and this tweet is also misdirection. So I got duped. I thought it was just this boorish oaf of a tweet but really he's just a master of misdirection and the thing about this is i know that he does this and i still get fooled i still get fooled and the reality is even if you don't get fooled what are you going to do about it because in our culture everyone and their mother has to rush to condemn this so that they don't appear racist you know not let's hold on a second let me back that up Every liberal, <laughs> every liberal and the more liberal version of conservatives have to go and say, well, they still care about being racist. But the conservative people, the people that elected Trump, they don't care about being called racist because they know how devalued it is. But everyone on the liberal side, they have to run and do and they have to do their penance and they have to do their confession and all that. I'm not racist. I'm not racist. I'm not racist. And so um, they're busy and distracted by that, even when they know he is distracting them. But they've got to spend their airtime talking about how not racist they are. It's masterful. It really is. It's masterful. Now, here's the other funny thing about this. And, I, and I, so I'm glad that I spent a little bit of time talking about Trump. And, you know, there's better analysis out there than me uh, regarding Trump's tweet prowess. It's just unbelievable. It is, I, I, I wish I knew how to do it the way he does. Um, but here's the other thing that I found funny about this. Over the last few days, people have been debating. <laughs> Can you imagine this? This is, just, this is just unbelievable. People have been debating these tweets. Again, this is misdirection. So no one's actually talking about the real issue. They're just talking about these tweets <laughs> about whether or not they're racist. And people, I've seen a couple of really funny videos about this. And I've had a number of conversations myself that, that went like this. And basically I say, okay, what's racist about this? <laughs> what's racist about these tweets? I know I'm supposed to think that this is racist. I know that. I know that's orthodoxy. I get it. I'm supposed to think that these tweets are racist. But ex can you explain to me why they're racist? Now, I have motives for asking for an explanation because I want a standard, right? I've been asking these Christian woke church social justice advocates, what is racism? And I want that standard so that way I can apply it evenly. I think that if, if any of the woke church gives us a standard for racism, that they will, they will condemn themselves with their own words. And so I want a standard. What is it about this that makes it racist? And what's funny about the conversations, if you've had any conversations like this, no one can explain why these tweets are racist. <laughs> we know they're racist. We just don't know why they're racist. They're racist. This is the best people can do. Well, there's a historicity of go back home, a historicity that racists used to say that. And I'm saying, okay, so is the standard, okay, so, so, okay fine, I'm accepting it. So is the standard, is, what, is, is this what makes it racist? The fact that a racist said something similar or the same thing in the past, is that what makes it racist? When I ask that question, there's no answer because, no, that's not actually what it is. And the thing is, if, if that's the standard, then I can start holding uh, the progressive woke church feet to the fire and say, look at all these black panthers, these, these black Hebrew Israelites that say the same thing you do. Now, you're a racist too? See, they, they can't go there. They say, well, and, and eventually, every conversation I've had about why these tweets are racist eventually devolves to this. If you can't see how they're racist, then maybe you're the racist. <laughs> and I'm like... All right, well, there we are. I mean, if that's all you got. <laughs> so it's either it's the historicity of the, of the statement that makes it racist 
or it's just the context. It's just the, it's just the current context. I mean, President Trump is a racist, and therefore he said it, so it's racist. But you never ever proved that. <laughs> just find it so funny. Oh man. But anyway, woke church advocates, social justice warriors, you need to give us a clear, concise, defensible definition of what racism is. And you need to do that very particularly. And I'll, if it's good, I'll use it. I have no problem using it. And if it's bad, I'll use it. Because I think that you will condemn yourself by any standard that you give me. I did a video with uh, a, a, addressed to Amin Hudson. And he was talking about Ann Coulter being racist. And I agreed with him that Ann Coulter in this particular comment was a racist comment. And, you know, when I say something is racist, it's quite easy for me to explain why it's racist. I don't have to depend on all well, the historicity and the context. And No, I can just explain to you why it's racist. It's very easy to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? But the problem is, and the reason why my explanation, he probably wouldn't share it, yeah, uh, share that explanation, is because my explanation also condemns him and his friends for being racist all the time. And so, look, woke church has a challenge. You need to define these things, and you need to do it in a way that you don't show partiality when you do it. You can't have a racism that's like, well, you know, only white people can commit this racism. That's racist in itself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anyway, uh, I hope this video was helpful. And, you know, if, if, it, if it was, then go ahead and shoot me a comment. Let me know that you like this kind of content. If it wasn't, go ahead and shoot me a comment. Let me know you don't like this kind of content. <laughs> anyway, I hope this is helpful. God bless. Don't forget to tune in next week on Thursday for AD on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. How about a quick bonus episode? Hey, I'm going to put the audio to my video to Amin talking about Ann Coulter and racism and things like that. I'm going to attach it to the end of this. I also have it on my YouTube channel if you want to see screenshots of the tweets and things like that that I'm talking about. But I hope you find this helpful. And don't forget, become a member of the Fight, Laugh, Feast Club. Here is the episode. God bless. Oh, and a quick language warning. I do play a YouTube video of some people fighting at Disneyland. When I start to do that, there is language in that clip. All right, so a couple days ago, actually it was just, I think it was just yesterday, yeah, July 10th, July 10th, I saw this tweet from Amin Hudson, uh, and it, something just, I don't know, I, I agreed with it, I agreed with the tweet, um, but something just didn't sit right with me, and I thought about it for a while, and I figured it out today, what it was that didn't like about this tweet. And here's what it is, it's, uh, it's, it's a tweet uh, retweeting Ann Coulter, I don't care about Ann Coulter, I, yeah, I, I just really don't at all uh, you know I, you know, a lot of people call me uh you know like a typical republican you know conservative right 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 wing you know ideologue things like that and this really couldn't be further from the truth if you actually know me but um anyway uh, i don't care about ann coulter i don't want to defend her i don't care at all here's what the here's what the tweet said it says and folks get mad when people call ann coulter a racist now, you know, when I first saw this, I was like, ah, this is probably not racist, because basically every uh, accusation of racism on Twitter these days from the woke crowd is false. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's just be honest about that. So I didn't believe it at first. And she, and then he says, he says, I find it hard to believe that if this was a white family, that our caption would say, going to Disneyland while white. And that got me interested, because Disney World and Disneyland, I like, I like Disney World. Disneyland's cool, too. You know, so that got me interested. I hadn't seen this clip yet. So I want to click it and see what this is all about. Here's what I saw. Hold on a second. It's going to take a second to... Uh, this is the language warning. You've been warned. See, there's <laughs> language coming. Look at these goofballs. <laughs> Don't my 
Look at that. Should have gave a language warning. Look at these idiots. about all I can take <laughs> that is about all I can take from that these guys are goofballs I mean honestly like this is just so pathetic now listen listen I'm gonna just let's be straight about this going to Disneyland with kids toddlers in particular can be extremely stressful <laughs> let's just be honest about that uh, it can be very stressful it's hot everyone's a little more stressed out when it's hot Kids are complaining, and kids are great. I love kids, but they do tend to whine, especially when they're out of their normal routine, and it can be stressful, but there's no excuse for this behavior. This is a bunch of idiots fighting with each other at Disney World. In public, it's just so stupid. These people are goofballs. They deserve ridicule. No question about that. But Ann Coulter's comment is actually a racist comment, in my opinion. Going to Disneyland while black. Now, and Coulter Stray is, strikes me as a bit of a provocateur, a bit of a jokester, a bit of a trickster. So she's probably joking. I don't care whether she's joking or not. I just simply don't care at all. It's a racist joke. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and so, like I said, though, I saw this tweet from Amin, and uh, something just didn't sit well with me about it. You know, because I agree with the, the with the tweet. I, yeah, this is a racist comment, right? It's stupid. She wouldn't if it was a white family doing this, which white people do do this. I've seen plenty of white people get in fights. In fact, I've seen more white people get in fights than black people get in fights. Probably because there's just more white people. Period. <laughs> you know what I mean? I remember one time I was at a uh, I was at a sporting event. It was a Mets Phillies game. I've been in many fights. Well, I've been. I've been witness to many fights at sporting events. I've also been involved in some fights at sporting events as well before I was a Christian. And um, pretty much exclusively white people. A bunch, uh, bunch of white folks from Philadelphia came up to Shea Stadium and wanted to cause fights in the stands. I saw lots of that kind of stuff. And I do, I agree with Amin. I think it would be, I, I, I find it hard to believe that that people wouldn't call it racist if somebody said, look at these white people. You know what I mean? Like, And people do do this, by the way. I've seen black people comment about hillbillies and white people and things like that in, when, you know, in fighting and stuff like that. So a bunch of idiots. There's idiots that are white. There are idiots that are black. There's just no question about it. And I agree with Amin. This is a racist tweet. So why didn't it sit well with me? Well, here's the reason. I tweeted him. I asked him a couple hours ago. I said, why is this racist to you? Not because I don't think it's racist. I do think it's racist. But the question is, why? Why is this a racist comment? And it could be a few things. I, I'd be interested to hear what, what Amin has to say. Uh, hopefully he responds. But in my, I'll tell you why I think it's racist. It's because it's taking a, it's taking a bunch of idiots acting like fools, acting like children in Disney World, fighting with each other, punching each other, men punching women, women punching men. It's just, it's just idiots. And attributing it that somehow to their race, their black skin. That's really stupid. That is really stupid. And so you take the activities of some and apply and, and basically apply it to the whole. You're saying, well, it's black people that have this problem. And that's that's really stupid. That's what's racist about it to me. I, I'd be interested to hear what Amin has to say, especially considering his associations with people like this. This is a screenshot 
from an article on The Witness. Amin writes for The Witness. Amin talks to these people. He, he, he's brothers with these people. And they are racist too. This is a famous quotation. This is Jamar Tisby. He quotes himself in his own article, and he's proud of this statement. Here's what it says. This is probably going to surprise a lot of white people and maybe even sound offensive to them, but here it is, just the raw, honest truth. I really, this Sunday, don't feel safe worshiping with white people. I go to a church that's predominantly white and reformed, and I'm part of a denomination that's overwhelmingly white and reformed. Uh, I know dozens and dozens of people personally who are great people individually, good relationships with them, generous and all those things, but I feel betrayed by the church. Why? Because there are some racists that voted for Donald Trump, and the accusation here is that Trump's a racist. I see people like this. This is Karen Swallow Pryor quoting Luke Bobo. I'm not going to put this quote on Amin, but I'm, I've seen lots of Amin's friends say pretty much the same kind of stuff. And this is racist. Those most vocal about abortion and abortion laws are my white brothers and sisters, and yet many of them don't care about the plight of the poor and the plight of the immigrant and the plight of African Americans. I guess not caring for what for, for poor people and black people, that's just being white. <laughs> I see, I see, I see what's her face? That that crazy lady. What's her name again? I don't even remember her name, but I I, I have a I have, I have queued up a oh a Kemeny, a Kemeny Uwan. Whiteness is wicked. Like that's racist, I mean. So however you answer this question of why this is racist for Ann Coulter to say, which I agree with you it is, but, you know, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. You can't play partial games like that. You can't, it can't be racist for white people to do this, but not for black people. I know you're friends with all these people. I know you agree with a lot of them on a lot of what they say. But you can't, on the one hand, see this crazy lady, uh, Ann Coulter, saying, oh, this is just going to Disney World while black. Condemn that. But then here, you're, the other crazy lady, Yekemene, go, well, whiteness is wicked. You got to repent of it. It's both racist. And this is what we don't like. We're all against real racists. But for some reason, I mean, you're not if they have black skin. And I just don't understand that. And it's just so frustrating and infuriating. And it it shows me that the social justice woke crowd movement is, is, is really an ideological movement that has nothing to do with the Bible. Because the Bible says you can't show partiality like that. That is wicked. That is wicked. When you don't tell Jamar, hey man, you can't say stuff like that about white people. Just because a couple of white people act this way, you can't just say, oh, that's just, that's just whiteness. You, can't, you, you gotta tell your girl Akemini, look, you can't just say that whiteness is wicked because there are some goofball white people that do stuff like this. That's the problem, guys. That's the problem. Anyway, I hope this is helpful. I mean, I, if you see this, man, I'd like to talk to you about this. I'd like to talk to you about this. Anyway, I hope this is helpful. God bless.